Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. And for those of you just tuning in for the first time, welcome. This podcast comes out every Friday on all platforms, wherever you like to download and listen to your favorite podcasts. I typically talk a lot about food, but I also like to mix it up. And, you know, I sometimes I'll have, you know, different guests from all walks of the world and I like to do just different things sometimes. And today I'm actually doing one of my favorite things that I do every so often, which is ask me anything. So I have a lot of people that reach out to me on Instagram or even email, and they'll ask me questions for me to answer. So it's kind of fun. It kind of mixes things up and I never really know what they're going to ask me. So I went through all of my messages over the last month and just kind of compiled a collection and just picked out a few to go over with you guys today. So first question, which is, you know, for those of you that listen all the time, this is something I I love talking about, which is, you know, my alcohol-free journey. So now remember, if you ever want to ask anything, you can DM me on Instagram at Tracy Forks Around Town, or you can email me Tracy at ForkingAroundTown.com. All questions will be anonymous unless you would like to have your name. I will definitely say it, but for the most part, everything's anonymous. So this person wanted to ask me, they said, I've been following your journey for so long and you've truly inspired me to cut back on alcohol. I'm almost there, but I still struggle. What are some tips you can give me to get over this, this trouble with giving it up completely? Well, that is kind of a hard question to answer because everybody is different. You know, I went through so many different phases in life where I would you know, give up alcohol for a little bit, then I would go right back to it. And each time was completely different. One of the biggest, I guess, I don't know how to really say this, but one of the times that I did give up alcohol that I found success, which it didn't last, was in 2019. So I started on August 1st of 2019, and I just needed to take a break for a while. And at that time, I told myself, I'm going to go until Thanksgiving. And it was really just about getting into better shape and losing weight. I mean, losing weight has always really been the biggest motivator for me when it comes to drinking in the past. And so I had a lot of success during that time. I was in really good shape. I was also running a ton. At that point, I think I was doing a race almost every weekend. Um, If you guys aren't familiar with me, I love running. I've probably done 30 half marathons or so in the last five years. I need need to count. I actually realized over the weekend I need to get another metal rack. I just did, um, I'll talk about it shortly, but I just did a half marathon this past weekend and I was looking and I have about 30 medals that don't have a place. So I need to order something from Amazon. But during that time, I just, I was running a lot and drinking really just didn't mix. So I said, I'm going to go through this, you know, four month period, kind of check myself a little bit. And then I'll reintroduce alcohol. Uh, Thanksgiving was my, my date to have a drink. So now again, this was 2019. This is right before the pandemic. I did really well. I have to say, I did very, very well. And it was really clicking for me. And one thing about me is my willpower is phenomenal. If I say I'm going to do something, I just do it. I don't know what it is. You know, I can fail in all other aspects of my life. But when I am dedicated to one thing, I really stick with it. So that time was great. Um, I learned a lot. But I wasn't really, I wasn't doing it because I was trying to take take it out of my life. I was just doing it temporarily. And then during this time, um, in October of 2019, I unexpectedly lost my mom. 
And I still didn't drink during that time. I still kept to my, you know, Thanksgiving date for having a drink again. But once Thanksgiving came, it was game over. I just really started drinking a lot. And then the pandemic came in 2020 and drinking went from being something social to being something that I was depending on to kind of escape from any sadness or depression or anything I was going through. And that was probably the worst period of my life. Um, I've talked to a lot of people and the pandemic seems to be one of those times where alcohol was just a big problem for a lot of people. And it certainly was for me. I was just in a very uncertain time in my life. I was dealing with, you know, the depression of losing my mom. I didn't have stable employment, you know. My job of almost 10 years had shut down unexpectedly in December of 2019, so I was just kind of lost for a while. And alcohol was my escape, uh, particularly wine. That was what I would always drink, and it just became a habit. And, you know, so 20 and then 2021, and then, of course, most of 2022. But I woke up one day, and I was just, um, I mean, there, there definitely was a turning point for me, which I'll, I'll share briefly. I don't want to get into too much detail, but in 2022, I think I was at an all time high for depression and I was living recklessly. You know, I just, I don't know. I was surrounded around a lot of toxic people mainly guys that were just using me because I would I would go out to different sports bars and I have a few drinks and then guess who was paying the tab? Me. And it just was very, very unhealthy for me. And there was one particular night I had gone to one of the local sports bars I would frequent in my neighborhood. And then, and one thing I do want to mention, I never drove, you guys. I always took an Uber. But after being there for a few hours, everyone wanted to move on to another place. And so I rode with some people that I didn't know that well, but they were just, you know, acquaintances that I had seen at the sports bar. And we ended up being at this place. And the only thing I truly remember is having two Tito's and sodas. And everyone was watching some USC fight. And the rest of the night is completely fuzzy. And I didn't eat. I know that for sure. And I should have only had those couple of drinks on my tab. Well, I woke up at 530 in the morning. I'm sitting in this guy's truck in my driveway with the engine still running. He was asleep. I woke up. I was like confused. I'm like, where am I? And I looked and I was in my driveway. Obviously, he had given me a ride home and he shouldn't have. And both of us were in no condition. You know, I couldn't even leave the car to go into my house. And I was just sitting there and I thought, oh, my God, I was in a car with someone who should not have been driving. And that was the first wake up call for me. So I got grabbed my purse, made sure everything was inside of it, had my cell phone and I went inside my house. And then I went to I went to sleep because obviously I was not feeling all that great. Well, I woke up a few hours later and I went I went through my purse and I was curious. I'm like, let me see what clues I have from last night. And I found my credit card with a receipt wrapped around it. And that receipt was from the night before and it was like almost $300 and none of it was mine, you know? So somehow I got stuck with all these other people's drinks. And of course that put me in a very bad position. That was like my rent money. It was, it was really bad. And that was the day that I made that decision. Um, I didn't stop drinking that day. I stopped a week after. I had a couple of collaborations I had to do with some liquor companies and wine companies. So I didn't, I didn't want to fake it. I'm like, let me just get through this week, 
do what I have to do. And then I'm going to start fresh next Monday. And I did. And I've never looked back. So that was August 28th that I stopped drinking and I'm now over 500 days. And again, when I started this time around, it was never meant to be anything permanent. It was just, I'm going to take a break for a while. But after about two or three months, something just really clicked in my brain. And this is where I tell you, it's very hard for me to answer that question for you because everybody's different. You have to want to be doing it for the right reasons. And for me, I just knew that I didn't want to go back ever to that way of life again. I didn't want to be unhealthy. I didn't want to be spending money that I didn't have. And I didn't want to be surrounded by people who weren't looking after me or didn't have my best interests in mind. And I don't regret it for a second. You know, in the beginning, I had times where I thought, oh, I really wish I could have a drink right now or I would be out to dinner with people and I'd really want a glass of wine. But it went away. And as, as weird as it sounds, I have zero desire to ever drink alcohol again. And I can't explain it. It just happened. So for the person who asked this question, um, you just have to kind of wait. You know, you'll know when you're ready. And there's nothing wrong with cutting back and just drinking in moderation. I mean, I'm all about that. You know, I don't want to sit here and push the no drinking on anybody. I mean, I'm always out with people who are drinking. I can sit in a bar and watch people around me doing shots and it doesn't phase me. It doesn't even, it doesn't bother me at all. So if you just want to, you know, cut back and maybe only have one or two drinks a week, you know, on the weekend or special occasions and go for it. I mean, everyone's different and, you know, there's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a drink or two every now and then. I mean, I'm a big advocate of drinking wine. I love it. Um, I miss it sometimes, but I just don't miss how I could not control myself to stop after just having one glass and everyone's different. So you just got to do what's best for you. If you have any questions, you can always DM me. I'm always here for anyone who wants to ask. All right. We're going to switch topics a little bit. Second question. I am so confused. Did you recently get another dog? I've seen your stories and some of your postings, but you haven't really said anything on Instagram. Okay. (laughs) That's a funny one. Yes. Uh, Hopefully my son is not listening to this because he's mad at me. So um, real quick, I have, so currently I have three dogs. Um, My oldest dog, his name is Vinny. I've had him, he'll be nine this year in May. He was a rescue, got him back in 2015. Um, A friend shared a post on Facebook. He was found in the streets. So when I got him, he was about three months old. I thought Vinny was just a regular dachshund. I mean, he looked just like it, but he had really big paws. And he just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so as of today, he weighs in at about 62 pounds. He looks like a giant sausage. He's got, you know, short legs and everything, but he just, he's got a very like muscular chest, almost like a pit bull. One of these days I will do the DNA test on him and find out what he is. But Vinny's a great dog, um, very smart, but you know, he's gotten older. He's got an issue with his knee. Um, Surgery is just out of the question. And Vinny used to be my running buddy. I used to take him to do 5Ks with me. And ever since he hurt his knee, I can't really do any of that with him. I can only walk him for little amounts of time. If I take him to the dog park, I can't have him around any other dogs because he'll get excited. And if he starts playing, then he'll be limping for three or four days. And the vet just kind of advised me to really monitor his weight and just kind of take him outside for small little walks here and there. Well, back when I 
let's see, when I started this kind of alcohol-free journey, I started thinking I would love to get a dog. I think getting another dog would be the best thing for me. It would keep my mind off of everything and just help me get through this time. So I wasn't really looking, but one day, and you guys are going to laugh at this, but you remember the website Craigslist. Um, I hadn't used God on Craigslist in probably 20 years, but I was actually placing an ad for my, I worked in recruiting and I was hosting a job fair in kind of a weird area in Orlando. And I was, you know, we were struggling with finding applicants. I was trying to post about this job fair in any place that I could. So I thought, let me just try Craigslist. So while I was on there, and this was like in the Orlando area, I thought, let me just look and see if there's any wiener dogs. Cause I love dachshunds, wiener dogs, whatever you want to call them. And sure enough, literally it was like a sign from God. The very first posting said, you know, dachshund puppies, $500 must go. So I clicked on it and I saw the picture of this dog and I just knew, I go, this is my dog. So I reached out hoping it wasn't a scam. Guy was, you know, responsive, wrote right back to me. And I ended up going two days later and I got him in Claremont, Florida. If you guys aren't familiar, it's kind of near Orlando and I was a little bit nervous. I brought my daughter with me and I thought, God, I'm going to some stranger's house on Craigslist. But something just told me everything was fine. And it actually was. Um, the guy was super friendly. He is actually from Mexico, um, recently moved to Florida from Los Angeles, had a landscaping business, um, lived in a very nice neighborhood. I mean, I felt very safe. And this was the only puppy left. And as, I, as soon as I saw him, I knew he was mine. So he's a miniature dachshund. Um, I have all his paperwork and everything. I mean, it's I got such a great deal on this dog. I mean, they go for like three grand and to get him for $500 was truly a steal. And he's just, he's adorable. He's a kind of a cream color. So he's lighter than the, you know, like the normal red or black and tan dachshunds that you see. And at first we named him Churro because he kind of looked like one. And then now Vinny... My older dog is named after my cousin Vinny. That's one of my favorite movies. And just happened to be that my daughter was watching that movie a couple days after we had the puppy. And something clicked when they his name in the movie, Joe Pesci's um, character name is Vinny Gambini. And I, I thought, oh, my God, Gambini, that's such a cute name, like Gambini the weenie. So it worked out. We changed his name. So, yes, those two. Um I did not have any plans on getting any more animals. I mean, that too is plenty. Uh, Gambini was truly very instrumental in getting me through some tough times when I was going on this alcohol-free journey and losing a lot of friends. And the one thing is, though, is Gambini likes to play. And Vinny is old and crotchety and he doesn't like it. So I feel bad sometimes. Like this poor little guy just wants a playmate. I just happened to be at Publix one day um, just before Christmas and I was going through the checkout line and this cashier, I had actually spoken with her before, I was buying dog food and she asked me, what kind of dog do you have? And I looked at her and I said, remember you and I talked about a week or two ago, you just recently got a miniature dachshund. And she said, oh yes, but I can't keep her. And I was like, why? And it was a long story, but she asked if I could help her out and babysit this little dog while she was trying to figure things out because she was working a lot of hours. So I did. I ended up babysitting this little girl. She was three months old, cute as a button, um, kind of black and tan, really adorable. And let's just say I ended up keeping her. Um, she is 
she's very hyper, I have to say. I've never had a girl dog before. This is my first time. They're very different. But her and my dog, Gambini, get along very well. Um, my son is not exactly happy with me right now. He's very frustrated. Um, he keeps asking me, when is she leaving? And I just say, oh, I'm just still watching her. You know, I haven't really told him just because it's kind of funny how he doesn't know what's going on. But yes, um, we named her Francesca, but we call her Frankie because, you know, I thought that was cute. So she's fit right in. Her and uh, Gambini are wonderful together, and it just, um, it's, it's been great. And I work from home, you know, so I'm home all day. And as soon as she gets her next round of shots, she'll be able to go to the dog park. And I'm very lucky I live right across the street from a dog park. So that'll be part of my lunchtime routine is taking them to this dog park and getting them all the exercise that they need. And anyway, it's been great. Um, I have been a little bit busy this last month, so I haven't really been able to go out and take the two of them out as much, but it is definitely in my plans. And I do have a very fun dog food collaboration coming up in the next few weeks. I'm going to really start exploring all that now since I'm so invested in my dogs. I figure why not? Now is the time. And just a little fun fact. I saw this um, dog competition for a calendar and I entered Gambini's picture and he ended up being selected. So he was in the calendar and then he also, they thought he was so cute. They used his picture for the cover of this kid's activity book, which I thought was great. So I'm ready to start kind of stepping into the dog influencer world and you know, I'm very late to the party, but hey, better late than never. So I plan on doing a lot of dog content coming up in the next few months. All right. So I hope that answers your question. Yes, I, I have got three dogs now and, um, you know, full house, full heart. It's all good. Right. All right. Next question. What are your plans for Valentine's Day? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, actually, I, I don't do anything for that day, but um, I am working with a couple of different restaurants in Tampa that are showcasing their Valentine menus and also mocktails. So I'm very excited about that. I will be at the Dan, which is located in, it's downtown Tampa in the Floridan Hotel, which has recently changed names to Hotel Flora now. So I'll be there on February 2nd, um, sampling their Valentine menu. And I'm really just gonna be showcasing some very fun Valentine mocktails. I will also be doing, um, attending, I should say, an event with Urban Flow on February 1st. They're doing a wine tasting, which is, it sounds funny, non-alcoholic wine tasting. Their store is located in St. Petersburg. If you guys have not been and you live in the Tampa Bay area, I highly recommend it. The owners are wonderful. I met them at an event about a year ago. Um, I went to this brunched event, which is sponsored by Creative Loafing. They do it every year. And I was a little nervous about going because I thought there's going to be mimosas and Bloody Marys, which are two of my favorite things. How am I going to get through this? And they just happened to be there. They were one of the vendors and they were serving up alcohol-free mimosas. And they had some just fun cocktails. They were making bellinis and they had a few different um, alcohol-free beer selections, one of which is Athletic Brewing, which I think is fantastic. If you're a beer lover and looking to cut back, definitely give Athletic Brewing a try. But they're great. I've been to their store a couple of times and I went to an event a week ago, um, the group is called Sober in the City. And one of the founders, she lives in California. We connected on Instagram. They hosted a little meetup in South Tampa last week. I went to that. 
I was a little bit late because of work, but it was great. I met some wonderful people there who I have connected with on Instagram and can't wait to see them. Actually, both of them will be coming on my podcast um, coming up in the next few months. One of them She has a great story to tell. Uh, She decided to give up drinking and then she went ahead and she's published a few books and she has just a wonderful story to tell. So I'm really excited to have her on here. But yeah, I've, um, there's a lot of kind of alcohol free events going on. I'm very happy to see that so many restaurants are really getting on board with these mocktails. So for example, Burns Steakhouse, Haven, Union New American, They are all kind of under the same PR company, and I will be actually going to Union New American for the first time with my friend Denise Taylor from Run DMT, who was on last week, talking about her alcohol-free journey. So we'll be going there to try some of their drinks and their Valentine menu, and then I will also be going to Haven in a couple of weeks as well to kind of showcase what they're doing. So very exciting things, but that's what I'll be doing. Um, I'm just going to be doing kind of a fun February, just kind of filled with loving yourself in ways that you can, you know, improve your health, get into a better place in life. And you don't need alcohol to do that. You can still have fun without the alcohol. So that will be my focus. Hope that answers your question. But no, I'm not going out on any dates on Valentine's Day. I'll probably be sitting on my couch eating chocolate with my dog, but I do that every night anyway. So... (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to do one more question because I could go on and on. I don't want, I don't want to bore you guys. All right. How many races do you do? And what is your tip for getting to the gym? I can't seem to get to the gym. I'm such a couch potato, but you've really inspired me. Okay. Um, running is not for everybody guys. Um, that I will say that I just happen to really like it. I think for me when I'm running, the reason I like it is because I feel like I'm in total control of what's going on. It's a nice break for me. I can listen to music or listen to podcasts and I don't have anyone, anybody bothering me. You know, if you're at the gym, sometimes you're doing a workout and somebody's kind of staring at you because they want to use the equipment you're using, or I don't know, there's just something about running. I like being in that, that zone. Um, but I have had a lot of people reach out and say they'd like to try doing a 5k. Well, yes, I I think that is the best way to get into running. And there are some wonderful organizations in Tampa Bay and I'm sure wherever else you live, you just have to kind of look into your city. I mean, if I'm ever traveling, well, I haven't traveled in years, but I have, you know, in my past, if I was ever traveling, I would always look and see if there was any 5Ks in the city I was going to be in just to see if I could do something for fun. And I still am dreaming of doing a full marathon at a destination place. Um, I actually saw one the other day for Savannah coming up at the end of the year. I think that would be great. I really started out last year wanting to do a full marathon And I've kind of gone back and forth on it. You know, um, I don't know why it just seems a little bit daunting to me. And here's the thing I noticed. So I was doing this half marathon this past weekend, which by the way, was fantastic. Best damn race. They have some events coming up in Orlando in March. You can use my discount code Tracy and save 10% on your registration. So not only for Orlando, they'll be back in safety Harbor for the best damn leftover race. And then they have, um, I can't remember the exact name, what it's called, but it's in August. It's like a heat race, which is crazy. It's another 5K. But any of those races, if you go to thebestdamrace.com, you can look at their events and you can save 10% with my code Tracy. But the Best Damn Race is wonderful. It's one of my favorite race events of the year. 
But I was doing this half marathon and I was looking at the calories I burned. And so, you know, let's say it's two and a half hours of running straight, you, you know, 13 miles. And I looked and I thought, I've only burned like 1100 calories, which, you know, I mean, that's a lot. Don't get me wrong. But I thought I should have burned a lot more than that. And like, I'll burn almost 500 calories on the Stairmaster in 30 minutes. So it just, I don't know, it just kind of put things into perspective. It's like, do I want to go through all that, put my body through 26.2 miles or should I just stick to the halves? I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about it. It's just, you know, I wish I would have done this years ago because I mean, I'm not getting any younger. I'd be 49 in, in March, which is crazy to think about. So yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about it. But if I do a full marathon, it has to be, a big event. It has to be somewhere else. I want to get out of Florida. I want to do it in a different state if possible. But basically my tip for anyone is you have to really start slow and figure out what you like. You know, there are so many different things you can try, you know, whether it's yoga and Pilates or just starting at the gym or just getting out there and walking. You just have to find what you like and what works for you. The biggest key to success with any exercise or workout program is loving what you're doing. If you don't love it, then you're not going to stay consistent with it. So if you hate running, then I don't suggest you start doing 5Ks because it's not going to change who you are. Just figure it out. I mean, I have a friend who loves pickleball and that's what she does. I mean, that's her form of exercise. I mean, it just depends. You just got to find what works for you. And when you make working out fun, it just becomes a part of your life and you're going to look forward to it. I look forward to my time at the gym because it's like, Awesome. I get this time to myself away from work and people bothering me. And that's why I do it. So my gym time is like my fun time every day. And that's why I'm going on. Um, oh my gosh, how many, I don't even know, but it's been over a year, you know, 14 months, I would say of working out consistently. And I've never gone this long in my entire life. So I chose what I love and it makes it easier. And also like if you're looking to join a gym, Try a few out first, you know, even if there's one that might be a little bit of a drive, give it a try because your gym has to be just perfect. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about any place, but like, for example, Crunch, they're wonderful. They're everywhere. I have a membership to Crunch. I've had it for years. I keep it because it's very low cost. And there are times where, you know, they're open later than my gym. And if I have a busy day, I can't make it to the gym until 10 o'clock at night. I'll go to Crunch, but it's not my favorite because it's so crowded. You know, whenever I go there, there's just too many people and it almost feels like a meat market. I don't, I don't like that feeling. So my gym, which is Bayshore Fit in South Tampa, is the best gym I've ever belonged to. Everyone there, I mean, they greet you by your name when you walk in the door. I see the same people every day because everyone is consistent. They're there to do work. They're not there to sit on their phones and talk and gossip and you know, I don't see girls there in full on makeup, just taking pictures of themselves on the exercise equipment. I mean, it's just a different vibe and that's why I like it. And, you know, it's important that you like where you go. That's all I can say. Well, anyways, guys, um, we'll be doing this again in another couple of months. So go ahead and send your questions and anything you want to know, just go ahead and ask me. Um, one other thing I will, I will say, another person did ask, I wanted to throw this in is who do I think is going to the Super Bowl? Um, I'm, I'm anxious to see myself. Um, I know we're down to this weekend. So first and foremost, you know, I, um, I do like the San Francisco 49ers a lot because they're, you know, my hometown. I'm a little nervous though about them playing the lions. I will say, um, I don't know. There's, 
I'm, I'm on the fence about it. I wasn't really happy with the way they played Green Bay. I had a, a Green Bay fan who was giving me a hard time. I mean, I that, that game really had me on the edge of my seat. And they pulled out a win, so I was happy. Um, I, I said it before. I really felt it was going to be the Niners and the Ravens. So we'll see what happens. Um, I am curious to see, though, the Ravens and the Chiefs game. So if it were up to me, I would actually like it to be the Niners and the Chiefs. Because I don't want I don't want to play the Ravens if the Niners make it. I just don't for obvious reasons. So we'll see what happens. Um, I can't wait to look back and see. Um, if you listen a couple episodes back, I had my friend Shooter on. We were talking about football. So him and I are going to be looking back to see what actually happens. But yeah, he's a, Ra- a Ravens fan, which I am not. So anyway, we won't get into that. But anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Enjoy some football. And I hope to chat with you next week.